0: Bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mansa Ottoville And now, today's word. What does Gilgal mean? What, what what is a lesson that Elijah is teaching Elisha by taking him to Gilgal? Now. To understand the lesson, we have to understand what Gilgal symbolized for the children of Israel. Joshua chapter 5, verse 7 to 9. Now, it says, Then Joshua circumcised their sons whom he raised up in their place, for they were uncircumcised because they had not been circumcised on the way. So it was when they had finished circumcising all the people, that they stayed in their places in the camp till they were healed. Then the Lord said to Joshua, This day I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. Therefore the name of the place is called Gilgal to this day. So that is how Gilgal got its name because of what happened there. The children of Israel who had left Egypt, had not been circumcised and so Moses is dead and Joshua is the leader they, they are now in the promised land and, and so Joshua circumcises them and, uh, and, and, and God says that the reproach of Egypt has been rolled away so Gilgal literally means rolled away or transformed or changed it's, it's, something has turned something has turned in this place so what does Gilgal mean? And when Elijah takes Elisha to Gilgal, what is the lesson that Elisha must learn? And what is the lesson for us? Gilgal is a place for three important things. It is only when you are able to Get those three things happen that you can move on to the next place. So what are the three important things that happen in Gilgal? Gilgal is the place of breaking with the past. At Gilgal, the children of Israel, born in the desert, had to undergo change. For all the years... That they had been in the desert, they had not been circumcised. Now, circumcision was required of the male children. But in larger application, the lesson goes beyond male children to females too. And we are not talking about physical circumcision. They had not been circumcised for 40 years. They have been in the wilderness from Egypt to the promised land 40 year period and something that should have taken place hasn't taken place moses had allowed that but joshua would not allow it one leader has allowed it another leader says i'm not going to let this mistake continue because sometimes you can be under a leader who tolerates your mistakes And then you come under another leader who does not tolerate your mistakes. And sometimes when you move in that direction, you say, well, I was here and it was okay. And why are you trying to change it? Because you've come to Gilgal and what Moses tolerated, Joshua will not tolerate. If you want to carry your past experiences along with you in life you never learn any lessons because sometimes you come into a place where your mistakes will not be tolerated any longer what worked for you what somebody said oh it's okay you are human go ahead doing it you come under a leader you come under an elijah and elijah says no sir elijah Somebody may have taught you that. You may have learned this lesson. It was a bad lesson. But at Gilgal, you're going to break away from those bad mistakes. It's a place where you break with the past. What Moses allowed, Joshua will not allow. He has to change it. That's the first lesson Elisha has to learn. You cannot go ahead tolerating your mistakes. They have to be corrected. Second lesson about Gilgal is allowing yourself to be corrected. At Gilgal, Joshua had to circumcise a whole generation that we'll call the wilderness generation. He had to circumcise them. They should have been circumcised when they were eight years old and now they are old. Some of them are about 40 years old and they have to learn a lesson they should have learned at eight years. Because sometimes in our lives, things we should have learned as children, we never learned. Bad homes, bad father, bad mother. The reason why we have a cycle of dysfunctional families and mostly dysfunctional men is because of dysfunctional fathers. Most of us can testify that the most effective parent we had was our mother. Now, if the most effective parent you had was your mother, then it means you've been, you have not been properly taught, especially if you are a man, how to be a man. And most likely, you're going to repeat that cycle in your life. You have to come to Gilgal, where there is correction. Something you should have learned. Which nobody had a chance to correct you Because some of us come from families Where our mistakes are tolerated You insult and everybody says it's okay That's how you are You talk by heart, everybody says that's how you are You you steal and everybody says That's how you are You are jealous and everybody says yeah that's how you are But you have to come to Gilgal Where you will be circumcised And somebody has to sit you down and say Yes this is how you are You were wrongly formed 40 years ago and you need to be changed somebody must have the courage to circumcise you when you are old it's going to hurt it's going to be painful because this is how you've lived your life all along this is how your father brought you up this is how your mother brought you up this is how your family is but that thing it's not going to take you to the promised land that thing is your biggest enemy and somebody must have the courage to say you have to stop it and if you don't stop it you're not moving on that is what Elijah is telling Elisha you need to be circumcised you need to get rid of some wrong stuff in your life others may tolerate it I will not tolerate it you know sometimes in life you come under leaders who make you cry they make you cry not because they are beating you, but because they are frustrating you. Everything you know to be right, everything you have done and been comfortable with, they say, No, we don't do it this way, we don't do it that way, we don't do it this way. You have to be very careful, you have to do it again. This is rubbish. Go and go and bring back another work. And you say, But I've tried, I've tried, I've tried all that. I have. Yeah, you are in Gilgal. And in Gilgal, you need to be corrected. And bad habits need to be changed. Now, if you're an adult, you see, if you're circumcising a child, the child has no choice, you know. He has no choice. They're about seven days old, eight days old, a week, two weeks, three weeks. Take them to the hospital. They don't even know what's going to happen. Cut whatever is cut, hopefully cut right. And... Uh, and they crying that's it we, we tell time oh there, it's okay, it's okay, so it's okay. And then, but when you are forty <laughs> What is it easy? <laughs> now there are certain things we carry in our lives, they should have been corrected when we were young nobody corrected it because your parents were in there and you've carried it and now you are 40 and you need to be circumcised it's going to make you cry but you need it that's what Gilgal represents it's a place of correction and you have to humble yourself to be corrected Gilgal is a place for embracing a new identity. At Gilgal, God says, I've rolled away the reproach of Egypt from a whole generation. You've carried a wrong identity. You've carried Egypt. Although you have left it, but at Gilgal, they entered a new relationship with God. Now they were God's people. And Elisha, had to come to that point In his life In Gilgal If you're going to be a great student You're going to be well mentored You're going to rise into the leadership And receive the impartation that is yours You go through Gilgal There's going to be some stuff That must be cut off From you From Gilgal They moved to Bethel Bethel means the house of God. It means the house of God. Elijah was not the first person to go to Bethel. Bethel represented something. And you'll find it in Genesis chapter 12, verse 7 to 9 it says, Then the Lord appeared to Abraham and said to, said to him, To your descendants I will give this land. And there he built an altar to the Lord and, who had appeared to him. And he moved from there to the mountain east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel on the east and I on the west. There he built an altar to the Lord and called on the name of the Lord. So Abraham journeyed going on still toward the south. Abraham landed in this place where God had appeared to him and he built an altar. Two generations down, his grandson, Jacob, also comes to this place when he flees uh, from his brother esau and comes to this place called bethel genesis chapter 28 and i'm not going to read all of it from but from verse 10 to verse 19 i'll read from uh, verse 16 then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said surely the Lord is in this place and I did not know it so he was afraid and said how awesome is this place this is none other than the house of God this is the gate of heaven then Jacob rose early in the morning took the stone that he had put and he said set up set it up as a pillar poured oil on top of it then he called on the name he called the name of that place Bethel but the name of that city had been loose previously Now, if you know your Old Testament a bit, this is where Jacob went, slept over the night with a stone as his pillow, and he saw a vision of angels ascending and descending, going up to heaven and coming down. And and then he woke up and says, Wow, this is God's place. And he erected an altar there. So Abraham was there, he had a revelation from God in the same place, built an altar. Jacob is there, had a revelation of God, and built an altar. So Bethel stands for something. It's the place for encountering the God of your father. And here I'm speaking spiritually, your spiritual father. Abraham was the first to encounter God in Bethel, then Jacob. And when God appeared to Jacob in Bethel, he said, I am the God of your father, Abraham. It's a place of historical connection. If Elisha is going to go on, he has to know God the way Elijah knows God. If Jacob is going to go on, he has to know God the way Abraham knows God. You cannot follow somebody without having his core belief planted in you. You cannot continue doing things your own way. If you say, I want to learn from this person, I want to be mentored by that person, then his God must be your God and his relationship with God must be reflected in your relationship with God. In Bethel, Abraham encountered God, Jacob encountered God, Elijah encountered God, and Elisha had to encounter God. Second, Bethel is the place for receiving revelation about where you are. Jacob slept in Bethel and did not know the significance of that place. He got up the next morning and said, The Lord is in this place, and I did not know. The Lord is in this place, and I did not know. How many of you have gone through life, gone through certain places... And then 20 years later, you said, if I had known what this was for, I would have responded differently. Have you ever gone through where you say, wow, it's almost like the way we learn French in, in school. During the week, I was in a, a Cote d'Ivoire to preach and, uh, you know, couldn't speak French. Intelligently. I know aujourd'hui. I know bonjour. Uh, I know comment ça va. But how can you just converse with aujourd'hui? Bonjour, comment ça va? And I know merci. Très bien, très, très bien. But I learned French for three years in secondary school. Secondary school from one, from two, from three. If I had known that this French teacher I hate with all my guts was going to help me 40 years later to preach in Ivory Coast, I would have said, this is a visitation of God. Because many times you don't know the value of what you are learning today, tomorrow. So Jacob says, the Lord is in this place. And I didn't know it. Some of you are having the greatest experience of your life now, but you don't know it. The greatest lessons are being imparted to you now, but you're fighting it, you're resisting it, you are angry about it because you have no clue what you're going to encounter 20 years from this place. Bethel is the place where you are taught to appreciate and value your experiences today. Are there certain people you have met in your life And later on, 20 years later You said, ah You hit your own head and said If I had known That this person would be that I would have been nicer (laughs) Somebody you met 10 years ago Is now standing in the path between you and your prosperity But you insulted him 10 years ago Somebody you need today who would open a door for you. You disrespected the person. You dishonored that person. And now 10 years later, he's the one standing between you and destiny. And you say, if I had known. So Elijah is taking Elisha to Bethel. And he says, recognize divine moments. Recognize divine places. Recognize divine people recognize special relationships don't take it for granted because what you take for granted now you may need 50 years from now the lord is in this place and i never knew it my friend teacher how do you say where are you in french (laughs) i don't want to say anything funny But where is he? I hated that guy. I hated him. Not only me. I had a great companion of people who hated him too. We insulted him behind his back. And he failed all of us. And we say, who cares? I will never use French anywhere in the world. I don't need it ever in my life. Give me zero, I don't care. The whole class. The Lord was in that class. And I never knew it. The Lord was preparing me. And I never knew it. Be careful what you are rejecting now. Be careful whom you are insulting now Be careful that relationship you despise today Because your destiny may be tied to it And that is the lesson Elijah is teaching Elisha This is what Bethel is You have to recognize your moments Abraham was here Jacob was here Each one had an encounter here And the third thing they did in Bethel is that each one had a personal covenant with God. Each one built an altar. Abraham built an altar. Jacob built an altar. An altar is a mark of remembrance for a spiritual experience. An altar is a mark in a place that tells you what happened in that place so you never forget it. So what is Elisha learning in Bethel? Don't forget these moments in your life. Mark them down. Build an altar here. Covenant with God in this place. It's a place of personal, lifelong decisions. In my own life, I can mark, I can point to moments Which marked my life, where I built an altar. And I don't mean I physically built an altar, but sometimes people ask me, So, what made you who you are? What has changed you? I can tell those moments. I can tell those moments in my life. And those experiences, they are marked for life. Never to forget. There are certain places you build an altar you never forget. Many of us go through life without building altars. So we make the same mistake over and over and over. An experience we must not forget is forgotten, an encounter with God is forgotten. Elijah is telling Elisha if you're going to be a great student, you have to go through better. You go through Gilgal. It's a place of rolling away past mistakes. Cutting off bad habits. Habits that were tolerated in other places that are not tolerated now. You have to fix it. You have to fix it. So if you are in that place where your bad habits are not tolerated and you know it's a bad habit others tolerated it it's not tolerated maybe you are under a new boss he may be your Elijah he says you can't continue doing this so but my former boss accepted it why are you not with former boss you are here before Elijah I'm sure Elisha had a former boss but now He has to learn new lessons. It's the place of Gilgal. He has to be corrected. When he is old. When the mistake has become natural. it's has become second nature. You have to be corrected. You have to be rebuked. You have to be rebuked. Sometimes you have to be rebuked. And sometimes you have to cry. Crying is good. It means you're in pain. And pain helps you to remember. You always remember painful moments, don't you? Oh yeah, you go through life and you can remove your trouser and tell somebody, have you seen this mark here? Have you seen that mark? I fell into a gutter. Or have you seen this at the back of my head? I put my hand in the soup when my mother says don't. You never forget, next time you see boiling soup, you smell it, but you won't touch it. When our children were young, when they were trying to touch fire, my wife said, hey, don't touch it. I said, let them touch it. They must touch it early, very early. Touch it, touch it. It burns you next time for the next 50 years it's better it burns you early than 50 years later fire burns you, and you say, oh i didn't know the thing burns you should have learned that when you were yeah <laughs> let them touch it let them touch it you want to fall? fall 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 all of us we are falling and falling and falling i've hit my head against many many things now as you grow up you learn to walk not to be hitting things <laughs> Everybody Who wants to receive leadership at a high level Will go through Gilgal And will go through Bethel In Gilgal Your mistakes will be corrected At Bethel You have a special Personal encounter with God But that's just Only two of the spots They move from there to the other place And we'll touch that later Now, I know some of you are saying, Well, I, I, I am in Gilgal and it, the circumcision is hard. I say, Stay, receive it. You will be healed and you'll move on. And if you are in Bethel, may God help you. Just lift up your hands to God for a moment, don't you? And just pray to God and just say, Lord, I receive your discipline. I receive correction. I've lived with this mistake for all my life. I've been in this place. Nobody has corrected me. But now, Lord, I accept this correction. I accept this change that is coming into my life. I will not rebel against it. I will not fight it. I'm going to allow myself to be circumcised. And I want you to pray and say, Lord, help me to build the right altars in my life to know you. I covenant with you, Lord, to be personally known to you, to serve you. And Father, I pray this morning for each one of us, for your children, that as we journey in life, learning from Elijah and Elisha, we'll learn the value of Gilgal and we'll learn the value of Bethel. And as we go along, may we never miss our moment of visitation. May we never pass through a place of awesomeness and treat it lightly. Help us, Lord, to recognize your visitation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebile, like his page on Facebook, follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebile, email otebile at centralgospel.com or call 233-302-688-000.